0: The following content will not be giving you $500,000 for your birthday. Sorry, not going to happen. Start the show. Cardi and Offset saga continues. Did you not know about that? I, I heard something about that. Cardi, Cardi just, uh, Offset just turned 28. Cardi gave Offset $500,000. And uh, as, as niggas do, the internet, uh, black Twitter kind of had a seizure because uh, this nigga just got caught up, possibly may or may not have been cheating Uh, Last week Does he need it that bad? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not here to judge I'm just saying I feel like she gave him Hush money Wow uh, That shit got caught up Came to offset That was about to blow up Be another scandal And Sure enough Cardi had to Hush this shit up Uh,
1: That's uh, That's a keeper That's (laughs) it (laughs) That's
0: it niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black your black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery I am your boy Oz I
1: am D Randall just a few days away from the end of the Skywalker saga and I cannot wait oh my god for it, it would, to be over
0: it is <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just kidding man. it is upon us though like but I, I feel like they shouldn't have framed it like that because that's only the... You know Star Wars fans. Well, I think they I think
1: they do it on purpose just to give people a reason to go. Right. Like, like you have to go because this is the end of the saga. So, you there have to There wasn't that up.
0: much shit to wrap up.
1: I mean... Han Solo's dead. Because the last two didn't really pop off, you know... Right. Now they're like, you know... Even if you didn't like the
0: last two, you gotta go watch this one because it's the last one. And honestly, that has only made it more divisive it's gonna be divisive they're gonna be arguing over this shit
1: for two weeks I have no expectations I've not seen any trailers no spoilers no theories no anything I have no idea what's gonna happen in this movie I'm just gonna
0: watch it same I and mean, have a good time and that's the way that it should be done that's the way it should be done man uh episode 68 yes man we're getting up there I love it getting close man we're yeah. gonna retire right <laughs> Start getting Social Security. We're going to hit the 70s soon, man. (laughs) Uh, So, okay. So, real quick. um, Let me just put this out there now. So, there's no surprises when I either block you or just leave you on red. Do not invite me to any New Year's Eve parties that take place in a club or that take place in a bar that has been free 364 days out of the week and is all of a sudden $30 to get in Hmm. do not invite me I will embarrass you I will screenshot your shit I will drag it all week wow do not do this to yourself invite me to a house party with niggas I know so I can get so I can get drunk on your couch and look at your girlfriend's titties
1: don't don't, play with me don't invite me to anything outside of my house (laughs) 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 Uh, I I probably won't be there as I have for the last
0: decade (laughs) I gotta tell you if uh, that's that's where I want to be I want to be at the point where I can be, I can be, still be in the, I, I can still be well known in the community, and not show up to a bitch ass thing. Nothing. Let me tell you something. The the one of the first things I knew D ram before. I think I've probably told this story before, but there was a there was a fucking uh, flyer for maybe Jeff was spinning.
2: Okay. Yeah,
0: maybe Jeff was spinning. I don't know if it was Jeff or if Leslie was in town, but somebody was spinning, and there was mm-hmm. a bunch of people on the flyer. And at the bottom, it said "dot dot dot," and maybe D. Randall. And maybe Damian Randall. Yeah,
1: that was that was definitely Jeff. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. That was a cashless fly. Yep, it, it, said, it said probably Damian Randall.
0: <laughs> and, hey, and everybody was like, "Yeah, that's on brand."
1: <laughs> it, it. And guess what? I did show up, <laughs> much to the surprise of many.
0: Um. Uh, that's, oh, how was your how was your week, man?
1: It was it was decent, man. It was uh, you know we're kind of at the we at the we're at the point of the year where we're kind of trying to not do shit, but you know people are making us do shit, and all we're doing is just really kind of winding down. Um, I've avoided public spaces. I've avoided public retail spaces, especially, and um,
0: that's that's about it, man. Trying to stay away from young people. I, I, man, I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, unfortunately, I cannot avoid public retail spaces. Right. Um, just to let you know what sink, what kind of sinking ship my job is, I came in on the saw on the dry erase board. A couple of little announcements about stuff to do around the store. At the bottom, it says, "Just have a good time, or don't. You're allowed to feel." <laughs> wow. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. They don't <laughs> give a fuck. They've let the inmates run the asylum, and I am a hundred percent here for it. Um, just ride it out to get this check, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. Get that paper. I just ride it out to get this just check at the end of the at the end of the finish line, and then I'm gonna take off. Then hopefully I'll take off to New York for a couple of weeks or something. Fuck them, so. em. really. <laughs> I've learned that about just working and it just, it, I, of course, when you work somewhere for a long time, it becomes part of your identity, but at the same time, you learn to manage that now. Fuck them. No loyalty. Fuck them. Um, and, you know, mental health for black people anyway. So, yeah, fuck them. Um, On a side note, I have a
1: quick gripe. Go um, for it. Go for it. Let's do to it. To my former friends at Radio Galaxy, um, I was supposed to. <laughs> I, I was supposed to visit them in the studio today, and I, um, I texted King Midas at 1:46 p.m. today to see what the move was, and at 8:30 p.m. Um, I just now got a reply. <laughs> We've been here all day. Where are you at? <laughs> Former friends at Radio Galaxy,
0: y'all. The beef is real! Don't you hate that bullshit? We've been here. What you mean? Like, what?
1: Thanks for replying to my message, Golden.
0: Oh, uh, man. That is
1: hilarious. it of
0: um, wow. Ca- and causes in town, too. And causes in town. Oh, man. That's, that's, oh, that's, that's gotta, that's gotta stay. Oh, man. That feels like a perfect moment to go into Humans Ain't Shit. Well, Uh, yeah. (laughs)
1: I'm not going to tag them in it,
0: but... (laughs) That feels like a perfect moment to go into Humans Ain't Shit. Um, Okay. So, for this Humans Ain't Shit, I have to know. Team Oz, feel free to tweet this, to tweet me about this, to inbox me, whatever you got to do. Um, as as you're hearing this, because I need to know once and for all, where the fuck are y'all flying to? What the fuck vacation are you taking for the price of a... Co- for the cost of a pair of Jordans? Hmm. Once and for all, it! because cause bum-ass Amanda Seals got y'all gassed up about this bullshit. I don't know how this... I don't know how the Jordans thing has made the rounds again. Well... Uh, there was a release
1: this Saturday, uh, the Jordan Eleven Breads. That's black and red. Okay, for for laymen out there, uh, they were supposed to have a ton of um, shoes available, and of course, quite a few people did not did not get them. Oh um, damn! So you know people people are tight about it but then you have everyone with the respectability politics coming in talking about you could have done x y and z instead of buying shoes um here's what people don't understand break it down for me help me out it's very possible to get shoes and not sacrifice your lifestyle in any shape form or fashion if people want to prioritize travel over other things, then they will. It's very possible that these same people can buy shoes and and travel. One purchase is not exclusive of the other. It's true. Uh, there are plenty of places though that you can travel for about two hundred bucks. Uh, if you live in Texas, you can travel throughout Texas and in many parts of Mexico for right around two hundred dollars. It's it's
0: pretty you know it's pretty cheap. Well see now, now that's reasonable. That's reasonable because if you if you listen to what these new niggas are talking about, these new niggas swear that they they must be doing cocaine off of golden titties, riding a Batmobile in Dubai somewhere <laughs> for $200. For $200. For the price of Jordans. You they swear that that we are just missing out on the bag somewhere. And I let me tell y'all I bought myself a pair of forces once right before my right before a Brooklyn trip. Did not break me. Mm. Did not break me. Did not break my ability to spend in Brooklyn. Probably probably wore those shoes on the trip. I did. Quite so. Look how that happens. And so let me and so let me let me let you in on a little something. You can probably get there to to your destination. Possibly. For $200 Possibly Possibly And some of you niggas Will find a Southwest deal And don't know how to act Um, I am niggas I am also niggas I admit it (laughs) Um, But here's the thing Everybody ain't got Everybody's uh, Just because somebody Was able to buy Jordans it It goes both ways That doesn't mean They're their income is that disposable. There are phones that cost more. Mm. A lot of phones, actually, mm. that cost more than that. There's a lot of shit out there. are headphones that cost more than that. iPhones cost the price of a
1: first-class flight. Uh, right. Nobody's shaming anybody over that.
0: And nobody got shit to say about that. Um, and then you got to factor in. You, you got to find somewhere to stay. Hmm. Lodgings are getting expensive. Um, Airbnbs are even getting a little expensive. Cause all you got now, nowadays, nowadays all you gotta do is put historic wherever you're going, in front of in, in like like if you're going to Atlanta, you can go to, if it says you're gonna be staying in historic Atlanta, that means it's not gentrified, yet, mm. and so they can tack on an extra fifty dollars. Oh, um, you gotta you gotta have spending money. You're not traveling somewhere to be bummy. We niggas. I know you. <clears throat> I know you. I grew up with you. You're not traveling nowhere to look bummy. Why? Because a lot of you trying to get some pussy while you're on vacation. See, this all
1: just tells me that there are a lot of people who are traveling without shoes. <laughs> if, if we're going to use the same logic. <laughs> right, quit pocket watching other people and don't worry about what the fuck other people are doing. Thank you. Room. Cause your ass is already probably mired in forty thousand dollars of credit card debt, and have nothing to show for it. So, because you wanted
0: to show your ass, so shut the fuck up. Because you just had to be in Dubai, knowing you ain't got Dubai money, and guess what? Ain't shit to do in Dubai but spend money. That's what Dubai is there for. So, all the like when they when they talk about tourist traps, Dubai was built to be a tourist trap. Yeah. So I'm not impressed. So yeah, um show your ass if you want to. Uh other than that, mind your business. Quit watching people's pockets. If people wanna eat a chicken sandwich and fly out to Miami, Bitch. they can do that. Let them do that and you do you and you be your bougie ass new black ass self. Mm. Uh Song of the Week. Um Gotta get gotta get some Sid on the on the playlist, man. Gotta get some I'm pretty sure we got some Sid it's, on the playlist. It's been a couple months. It, but it's been a while. We got to keep some Sid on the playlist. Um, Free Nationals mm. featuring Sid. Free Nationals put out, putting out some hot shit. Yeah, I didn't yeah, hear it about. Listen, listen. Everybody talking about them and K hmm. uh, it Life ain't life without K Tronada. K Tronada just makes the world better. That's what's up. But uh, yeah, Free Nationals featuring Sid. This is called Shibuya. Go ahead and pour yourself something, get comfortable. Uh, We're going to have a good show. And we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. By, free, by the Free Nationals and Sid. Shibuya is in Japan, right? It's in Japan. Uh, I'm going to assume maybe that's where they recorded it. Because Shibuya is nowhere in the song.
1: I was going to say, maybe that was her statement about traveling and not buying Jordans. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Just saying. Let me tell you something. I I say this, I, I don't know if stud is actually a derogatory term or not. I haven't gotten a, an official. Uh, ruling on this, but I will just say, Sid looked like she'd be pulling. Sid looked like she'd fuck somebody's girl. Like, like Sid looked like she like niggas. Li- niggas might talk shit, but Sid to smash your girl. Her and Lena Waith. we can put them both on the list next to like Trey songs. Like, it, like if Lena Waith turn up knowing your girl. If Trey songs turn up knowing your girl If Sid turns up knowing your girl That's not your girl That's not your girl She fuck your girl they, They've all they fucked your girl um, Except the difference is You'd be ready to fight You'd be ready to fight Tremaine uh, Sid and Lena Waithe They seem like they'd be cool as shit Like they wouldn't be arrogant about it they just, they just kind of show up somewhere they would also be competing to pull your bitch. I mean, while they talking you up and being cool <laughs> and shit with you, they also trying to they also trying to pull your girl, and it might be succeeding. Um, I know for I know for sure somebody been somebody been, your girl been holding Sid's pocket at some point. Um, Young and May look like she ain't down. She don't care about none of that that, that other shit you're talking about. Like. If you if you and your girl show up somewhere and Young and May give her the face and she fall for that shit, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you. I wouldn't have shit to say to her. <laughs> I'm Not gonna lie to you, man. I've been seeing her on Mister Robot, man. I wouldn't have shit to say to Young and May about shit because she look like she keep the blicky. Yeah, she. <laughs> <laughs> she look, I swear to God, Young and May look like she keep the blicky at all times. She's out here dirty and all day, man. F- fam. You can't even, honestly. You can't even call it dirty Mackin cause she just she just talking shit. She just telling you straight up. Yeah, that's true. I ain't trying to hear none of that shit you talking about. Hey, come in. Let me talk to you. <laughs> All that shit, and she just go with her. No, fuck that. <laughs> let me find out. <laughs> we we got a lot to unpack that night. Um, let me see what's going on this what's going on this week. Oh man. <sighs> we got to comm- commemorate um, the untimely passing, the untimely death of Juice World. Commemorate is a strong term. Commemorate. Okay, commemorate. we'll discuss it. We'll discuss. We it. will unpack it. We'll discuss it. We will unpack it. Um, so, Juice World, OD. I guess is the term. Um, Is it, I mean, had a seizure, they said, in, the, in, the, in the, the report. Does that constitute an overdose? I feel like it does. Well, the reason for the overdose
1: was um, he and his party had copious amounts of marijuana, possibly firearms, and Percocet on board the plane. And they were about to be searched by the feds. Okay. And upon hearing that the feds were about to search them... He ingested the the uh, the full quantity of percocet that was on hand jeez which sucks. resulted which resulted in seizures and eventually as webmd would tell you death god damn so um you know i'm not i'm not here to really pass judgment not at all not at all because uh, that's that's part of the problem other than to say he could have flushed it instead of ingesting it uh but actually i, I don't know I, because i don't know the circumstances Look. all i can say is you know as i as i spoke to my 13 year old niece about it the other day because she's you know she liked juice world and i had to explain to her that her that juice world's seizures were not just they were drugs some some random you know health issue right it was that they were induced by frequent use of drugs Followed by
0: an overdose of Percocet. And honestly, with the kids, they want that narrative to continue. They want that to be the narrative. Um, Because the industry, the industry likes that. The industry likes you being wild and out on dope. Yeah. The industry wants that because that's less of a commitment on their part. Yeah. You know, that's that's for for the industry. That's almost better than uh, being one of these Bobby Schmurder niggas and getting mm-hmm. locked up after the first album. Yeah, because you got to pretend like you, you still care for him while they're in jail. And then when you do pretend like you care, you get the you you get a bunch of people who actually fuck with this person whose music actually connected with them mm-hmm. uh, to get the sympathy card. Now here's going to be the telltale sign. Are they going to keep the same energy that they did with Mac Miller? No. 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 Yes and no. Are we going to get a whole morality play about opioids? No. 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 Not no. all. Nope. Is law enforcement going to be head and uh, going to be hands and feet on that ass trying to find a, trying to find a drug dealer? Of course. Yes. The only reason being was because there was entirely too much volume. Mm-hmm. There was like 70 wasn't it? 70 pounds is something of, of marijuana. There was there was entirely too much volume on this plane for them to not know where that's coming from. Right. They got to they got to get their cut. That's going over state lines. I don't know where the plane was going. That's a, but there's a lot. That's going to be a federal case. Mm-hmm. But we all know if that were not the case we wouldn't hear shit about the drug dealer. Nothing the only wrong. time I ever hear about them, hun- I've ever heard about them hunting down the drug dealer, was Mac Miller and Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hmm. Imagine somebody killing themselves with drugs, and a a manhunt <laughs> for, the for the dealer for the dealer who had no idea what the fuck this person was doing with these drugs, or cared. They just I, sell them. Th- That's wild. That's wild. Never happened. Never happened in a nigga neighborhood. Never. Um, and I will also. I hate to be a cornball about it, but I really hope this gets through to some, even a fraction of the young people. Knock it off, dog. Just chill with this shit, man.
1: Relax. Realize that. Well, the unfortunate part is some. So many of them have been. So many of them have been medicated their entire lives and, you know, in many cases for no good reason and misdiagnosed that they may not even know life outside of drugs. It might be
0: commonplace. Yeah,
1: they might not even know normalcy outside of drugs. They, uh, and, and I know that just from, you know, the industry that I work in and yeah. come in contact with with young people that many of them are taught to seek a chemical balance to right. their emotional issues rather than um you know practice you know certain practices and, and habits and behaviors that might help improve you know whatever it is they're going through and it's it sucks that a lot of them just or just just know that if i feel sad i need to take a pill for it
0: that and a lot of it the lot of the narrative is generational because they think they're okay because they're not doing cocaine right or because they're not doing hard you know i'm saying crystal methadone shit like that y'all are doing stuff that's much worse ultimately far worse yes um you know so hopefully this is some kind of warning sign some kind of just anything. Even even if it reaches one person and they go, damn, I'm wildin'. Yeah. That would be enough for me. God damn. Just something. Um, where somebody gets the nerve to cut this shit out. Stop listening to this depressing-ass music, too, man. <laughs> damn. I knew that was coming. I knew that no, was on no, the way. No, my Because it's kind of true. My
1: niece, my niece let me hear a playlist a few times. I'm like, all your songs are about loss and... I'll I'll die if I can't be with you and just, just does she listen to Earl Sweatshirt no nah, that's had, a different kind of depression. nah issue. he's on some other shit <laughs> but just you know just people talking about loss and, and not having their friends and just like damn aren't y'all happy about anything no the happy songs
0: are about drugs I forgot about that well and that and that there's a flip side to that too is because um a lot of these a lot of these rappers are emoting mhm in their music because they've been dismissed by the previous generations yeah um because the music doesn't sound like what they sound like or whatever right um there's a lot I mean there's a lot to unpack and there's a lot to go around because like I said um when when you eventually when you've been dismissed as a thing you're going to either embrace that thing right or you're just going to power through and say fuck it I don't need your support here yeah Uh, this generation has done the the past this generation and the one before have done a mixture of both I'm just gonna keep getting the bag off of this music talking about it while y'all shitting on it yeah um not mad at it not I can't be mad at it at all um all I can say is um just be we do need to be more cognizant
1: be aware of the energy that you put out there right and I say that just as a musician myself um, you know may or may not be retired i don't know um, that that was one thing that i always i was always cognizant about was what messages am i putting out there because i mean a lot of this shit becomes self fulfilling prophecies it and and when i and when i talk about other people's music in that sense i'm not calling the music itself good or bad i'm really talking about the messages in the music and Facts. and the the energy that you put out there
0: cuz that shit does come back to you 100% as we've seen um, so yeah, definitely uh shout out to um uh the uh definitely Juice World's family, any of his loved ones, his friends. Definitely not the motherfuckers. Have we heard have we heard anything about the motherfuckers that was on the plane with him? I don't no, I haven't. I doubt we will. I doubt we will unless they turn in evidence. Um but uh yeah, to the actual close friends, loved ones and family uh, you definitely have have our condolences. Um, this is always a tough thing. This is always a tough thing to deal with. It's a tough thing to see, especially during this time of year when family is such a big thing. Uh, when families are getting together for the holidays. Yeah, that's that's a terrible thing to have happen. Um, moving forward. Oh, the Tom Jordan. So this past week was the final week. The farewell week of the Tom Joyner morning show. Yeah. As uh, told to me by my 55-year-old co-worker. Um, 25 years in the game. Mm. 25 years in the game. Tom Joyner, I didn't know this, was getting the bag of $14 million a year. Damn. And uh, for him, it was just time to step down. Uh, most likely because his lovely uh, fitness guru wife was probably telling him to find bring his ass home. <laughs> yep. Nigga, come hang these motherfucking Christmas lights. Do that. Um I have to say and we have to we have to mention it and we have to applaud it a bit because um the Tom Join the Morning Show is definitely an institution. Um it that is that is black radio. Uh, that is, it's black radio. That's not. Ne- I mean, they they cut up and they make they make jokes, of course, with Jay Anthony Brown and them. But it was not messy. It was not needlessly salacious. Uh, it was the polar opposite of a lot of these vi- a lot of these uh, platforms. Now, I'm not gonna say any names. Breakfast Club. <laughs> <laughs> But for the most part, the Tom Joyner Morning Show was good, clean, fun, um and still managing to be a black household name. Right. Um, you would be hard pressed to find someone in your family that that didn't know who Tom Joyner was or didn't know about the Tom Joyner morning show. Right. Um It's a it's a testament to
1: it's a testament to, you know. I, I, I have we talked about this before. Yeah, so I have nothing bad to say about him. Nothing, um, nothing. You know, he's not really what I would call my "quote unquote" generation. But knowing what I know about his show and having listened to it quite a few times, it's quality entertainment. It's it's relatively wholesome, not Fact. messy, and he's consistently good. And I know that his listeners really felt good listening to him. And that's the thing, like. When you listen to a show like the the, the 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 Breakfast Club, you listen to it a lot of times for its messiness and its salaciousness. When you listen to the Tom Jordan Morning Show, you listen to it
0: to enjoy it, to get a good laugh, a good clean laugh, right? And you know it's it's uh, Jay Anthony Brown was funny, yeah. Kim Whitley was funny, yes. Kim Whitley, man. Kim Whitley is one of the underrated heroes of black comedy. I love Kim Whitley. She is so fucking funny. Oh. J.F.E. Brown is too. Yeah, um, They definitely know. You know, a, a random side note. You know your girl, Cy? Yeah. She had a great post over the weekend that I was so mad you, could, you couldn't get in on. But it was, you know, I don't know if you knew about that tweet that was going around talking about black famous. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So she had a whole thread about name some people who you would consider black famous, and they were and unpack it and be like, no, 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 they were in this movie, and white people, white people love that shit, you know, that kind of thing. Oh. And it was great. Like she even got me. I thought I had a few. I was like, I was like, uh, pretty much the, the whole cast of Queen Sugar. <laughs> they black, they black famous. That Queen Sugar for for niggas is what this is us. And the million little pieces is for white people, and Damn. but then she caught me because Rutina Wesley was in True Blood, and white people go up for that shit. Hey, and it's hard. You like you really. Like, this might be a little segment we might do next week. I don't know, like just naming some black famous motherfuckers. Shit, let me know ahead of time. I'll get prepared for it. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, but. But, all that to, but, but yeah, all that to say, I can say Tom Joyner is definitely black famous. White people don't know about Tom Joyner. Not a monkey thing about Tom Joyner. Not even a little bit. They would be shocked to know that. I mean, honestly, a lot of people are going to be shocked to know that terrestrial radio is even still alive. Um, outside of syndication shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, definitely Tom Joyner is black famous. So, salute to him. Uh, Godspeed on whatever whatever he decides to do with his time retire and be rich retire and be rich and 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 fuck his uh and fuck his insanely fit wife <laughs> um so uh what else we got oh speaking of mess y'all I need some help with this y'all are more savvy on the internet y'all are more savvy about um man woman relations than I am, so maybe y'all know something I don't.
1: Oh, I just google Tom Jordan's wife,
0: yeah, that is not fair, <laughs> please continue, my mom works out to her her videos and everything like like is like yeah, fitness guru, real talk, damn, yeah, so maybe y'all can help me out with this, damn why, how? The fuck does Takashi Six Nine have a girlfriend? He does. In jail or out of jail?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> out of jail, Randall. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, uh. What is what is her name? Watley something. Lauren. Uh. uh something like that. Lauren Watley. What was it Rachel Watley? There you go. Okay. Uh. Jade.
1: It's her name,
0: sir. Oh, she's oh god, <laughs> she gotta have a street name too. Oh Jesus. That's that's an original name. Uh, right. So um apparently, uh Rachel not only does he have a girlfriend, she got six nine tattooed on her chest. And she got the nerve to be bad. With the same rainbow colored hair. Mm, my God. What the fuck? And and some of us ain't getting a text back.
1: Look, she also says in the letter that she she just met him a few weeks before he went into jail.
0: So you know it's real. <laughs> is this like the army wife thing? Is this like the like we just getting in goods? So I get this check. My question is, does he know that she's his girlfriend? Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> or is she the only too. one that knows? That's, that's, that's my. That's true too. Well, uh, I bet he knows now because he because uh, Rachel Wiley wrote an impassioned letter to the judge um uh concerning his uh his time, his sentencing. My name my name is Rachel Watley. I am the girlfriend of Daniel Hernandez. I want to start this letter off by saying this has not been an easy year. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not that we expected it to be, Your Honor, but Oh God, these run on sentences. But God bro. gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. Would we call the Consciousness Nine a strong soldier? A soldier of God? Soldier, strong soldiers don't tell.
1: Didn't I mean when, like
0: when you're a prisoner of war? Don't you just give up nothing but the name and rank and serial number? But soldiers of God also don't mess with underage girls. I'm just saying. Also true. Also true. I'm just saying. When I met Daniel Hernandez, uh, he was nothing. Li- he was nothing like how the internet portrayed him to be. So he wasn't a pedophile up front. Well, when
1: she says how the internet portrayed him to be, does that include videos and content that he uploaded
0: himself? Does that in- does that include um does that include fucking Cheeky's baby mama? These are all questions that need to be answered when
1: you say this, ma'am. I agree, cuz these are things that, you know, they're not just really
0: internet truth. These are things that actually happened, ma'am. He was the total opposite. He was exceptionally respectful, outgoing, very sweet, kind-hearted, and a genuine, generous person. Yes. He would not even agree with you on that, but... Well, now, to be fair, to be fair, he bought uh, uh, Chief Keith's girl a uh, uh, many, uh, many things from Gucci. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so, let's not do that. That's true. You're right um he's very good The side pieces (laughs) yes we knew each other for a few weeks before his indictment but i decided to stick by his side not because i felt i needed to but that he but that he needed someone he could trust in his corner uh yes because everybody else literally in his life was trying to kill him um throughout the first few months while daniel was incarcerated he would, speak on, he would always speak on his family, take care of everyone, and then go above and beyond with what was necessary. Um, sure. How above and beyond can you go in prison? Second so day. Ah, alive. okay. 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 Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Uh, leading up to the sentencing day, we are extremely optimistic that he will be able to show, his, show the change in him to anyone that matters and to the entire world. I am hoping that you can consider this letter as a re- as, as a reasonable statement based on his conduct in the courtroom. <sighs> I want to thank you, Your Honor, for your time and attention to this matter. Um, hopefully, hopefully the judge isn't big. It doesn't make a big deal about uh, grammar and syntax and um, making sense. Um, some of y'all can't get a text back. She's really, she's paying it forward. Like, she's putting
1: a down payment on hopefully him getting out and and her being set up after only knowing this dude for a few weeks. Must be. Must be. This woman's amazing.
0: Or stupid. She can't trade up. Or, here's another theory. Um, what if the, what if the, what if the lawyer wrote this? Hmm. What if the lawyer wrote this and put her name on it? It still doesn't do any good. Yeah, cause who gives? again, who gives a fuck about this person? He has face tattoos. <laughs> I, I just
1: she can find another dude with better face tattoos, and and most likely will. Yeah, I mean she will. Uh, I, Once I, the
0: streets have taken care of Takashi, she's of gonna have to cover that six nine tattoo on her shoulder though. Yeah, that's not gonna be an easy cover up. Um... So hopefully this works out. Well, I don't know. I, I I'm not hoping this works out for anybody actually. Um hopefully she gets the bag if that's what she's looking for. I really don't care what she's looking for.
1: <laughs> it's just like why why I mean honestly, like why do why do why do we waste time on trash? It's true. Like
0: he's he's trash. It's
1: funny. He's trash. She gotta be trash to to stick her neck out for trash. It's agreed.
0: Just, agreed. It's just,
1: I, I mean, it's funny for us. It, right. Because we can irritating. we could laugh at stupid people, but I'm like, she's got you know she's, she's got, fine, dog. Like what, what suck? Which means nothing. That means that she has nothing to offer underneath the that. my
0: god. What the fuck? What's going on? Okay. So um moving forward. AP, the Associated Press, named Lemonade, the album of the decade. Hmm. Lemonade by Beyoncé. Hmm. Album of the decade. Interesting. The whole decade.
1: For the last ten years, Lemonade was the album. The album. Of all albums.
0: The album to end all albums of
1: the decade. Um, Was that even the best Beyoncé album of the decade? Okay,
0: so... It's a it's a it's a photo finish, but I'm gonna. I think Beyonce. I think I think Lemonade was the best structured album project. I think as sonically as something to that has replay value. Um, kind of carelessly that you can just jam on your commute. The self titled joint is probably yeah. a better yeah a better one. I liked it better, but. As far as if we're just talking about the art the art the,
1: the
0: the artistic aspect. It, Lemonade was an audacious project. And it, and it made more
1: of an impact. Like it, it really it really brought you into their lives and you know it made the soap opera real and all this bullshit.
0: Well, but you know what? Even even more than that, I think it was it was the epitome of the brand that Beyonce is selling that is correct it was the it was the it was the quintessential in that regard it was the quintessential Beyonce album um just because it went through all the emotions that young that young black women go through over niggas and plus we wanted to know what the fuck happened in the elevator we did want to know what
1: happened in the elevator (laughs) that's true um you know,
0: sometimes shit goes down when there's a billion dollars in the elevator. That's true. And I'm also a sucker for Lemonade because of the poetry. You know, I'm a spoken I'm True. i a formerly spoken word. The poetry was what got me because... Former. Never goes away. <laughs> it's like
1: oh. me saying I used to rap. <laughs> which is actually true, though.
0: <laughs> um, uh, the poetry, the work of Warsan Shire. Um, Warsan Shire is one of my favorite poets. Um, very underrated, uh very, very, very beautiful verse. Um, I love I love people that I love writers that aren't from America mm-hmm. because they have so much uh, uh, such a different appreciation for language. And they don't always talk like this. They don't always talk like this and they don't sound like D knowledge and higher learning. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so definitely, I had a—I was a sucker for the poetry. I was definitely a sucker for the visual aspect. Um, I think the visual aspect was uh, yeah. definitely I, you know—that um, uh, was definitely notable. Um, nobody quite does a project like Beyoncé. True, and I think I, I think if you want to go just outside of sonically, if you just want to go a, about the impact and the rollout and just everything that was around it, because honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, was was the self-titled one before Lemonade? I believe so. Okay, I think Lemonade. I think she did this with the one before it, but. Lemonade was kind of that the the real dawning of the Ambush album. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the that was the that was the sign that everyone needed yeah. that you can drop an album now in the in the 2010s with no with notice. Ever the fuck you want with no notice. That was and, and you know Solange did the same thing. She did I think she did two albums like that. Um, and where you can just you can just you can just run your shit. You don't have to go through now. Of course, Beyonce did because she's Beyonce, and she's going to take over radio and advertising. Right. But you don't need none of that shit. You don't have. You don't need a rollout. You don't need radio for real. Because terrestri- terrestrial radio is washed. Yep. Because all that shit you're listening to now is syndicated.
1: Yeah.
0: It's syndicated and it can be played. They. The Breakfast Club counts as a podcast. Basically. because Well, we know that because, well, even though it's iHeart and, of course, it's Breakfast Club, they win all the iHeart Podcast Awards. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to go through none of that shit anymore. If you have a project, you can be, and it's, it's kind of the epitome of really, it really kind of inspired a lot of SoundCloud people and shit. You are your own record label. Yeah. Drop your shit. Drop your shit when you feel like it's time. Um, also, worth noticing, worth noting. Um, Billboard named "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy" by Kanye West their album of the decade. Really, this is out of like two hundred albums. This is
1: why we we got to keep Kanye fans out of the press, man. <laughs> Granted, I mean, that was, you know, despite, despite my saltiness aside, that was, I can understand why people liked that album. I I can understand why they liked it. Um, However, for me, Good Kid, Mad City was the best album of the last 10 years that I've heard, uh, closely followed by To Pimp a Butterfly. And actually, those two were interchangeable for me. So
0: they appeared on the list. Both by Kendrick Lamar. Both by Kendrick. Um, they appeared on the list. Let me see. We have... Uh, Lemonade actually came in behind Kanye at number two. Um, Pimple but- to Pimpa Butterfly was number five. Hmm. Good Kid Mad City was number 15. Hmm. And Damn was number 48. Interesting. Uh, Channel Orange was number three. Okay. As as a member of the Frank Hive... I'll give you that. Christopher Francis Ocean definitely deserves to be in the top five. I'll give you that. Channel Lawrence, nobody... Because nobody... Well, I won't say nobody sounded like Frank before, but niggas definitely were trying to sound like Frank after. Absolutely. Um, and it opened the doors for a lot of people that were kind of on his on his heels, like Childish Gambino. <laughs> the only
1: thing that i really give Dark Twisted Fantasy is that it did... It did open the floodgates for a lot of people to kind of bastardize that sound. And, and and it really drove home the egregious use of auto-tune. Agreed. Not to actually tune your vocals, but just as an additional effect of your vocals and blah, blah, blah. Agreed. I mean, it is what it is, but it, it was no... It, it, to me, it, it couldn't hold a match to either one of Kendrick's first two.
0: I don't think it was out. better in- I don't think it was more impactful than Channel Orange. I agree. As a member of the Hot, I don't think it was more impactful than Channel Orange. I don't think it was more impactful than Lemonade. Uh, I don't think it was more impactful than Rihanna's Anti, which was number seven. Let me just... Because let's just be honest. Anti came out... Let's see. Maybe three years ago? Three? Maybe four years ago. Rihanna is still eating off those singles. Yes. Rihanna ain't dropped shit since, and she like, is yeah. eating off those
1: singles. Like "Anti" was more impactful than "Dark Twisted Fantasy."
0: So let's, I mean. um, you know, so th- that's that's worth mentioning. Uh, Jesus was number sixty-two. Watch the Thrones number twenty-four. Um, that's about right. Except Jesus doesn't need to be on. It, used to need to be number, uh, it needs to be number. It needs to be a hundred. Just that, default hundred. That's on the list. Yes, it's number sixty-two. Trash.
1: But garbage. Again, this is Billboard. Uh, th- these are people raised by Kanye's music. <laughs> trash and garbage. <laughs> garbage and trash.
0: Um, but that gap is getting wider, man. Like I can say, let's see, college dropout. Was I in college for that? I had just started college. Yeah, yeah. College dropout got me through that first year. Okay, okay. Fair enough. Um, what else is going on? Oh, we got to talk about Orlando Jones. Yeah, nigga. See, this is why I'm glad we 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 had to wait until Sunday, because this is a, this is a, some hot ass tea. Orlando Jones broke his silence on Twitter in a video. Um. Stating that he had been fired from American Gods back in 2018. When we all know the show was... I I believe at that time the show was airing. Was the show airing then? Which year? 2018. Yeah. 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 So, um, he was fired. Apparently, um, they got another batch of showrunners in. And the latest showrunner, apparently, according to him, did not like the the vibe that the character Mr. Nancy was giving off with the whole anger get shit done thing which was kind of his tale like a lot of his character in seasons 1 and 2 was very much him getting as you could probably say getting out the black vote he was definitely he was definitely pro black up and down and he was always the Nancy was always conscious of him being the nigga in the bunch. Um, I mean, he had a sit. He had a black gods sit down in an episode of season yeah. two. Yeah. Um. So apparently they were giving off the wrong message. They didn't want to be that uh, aggressive. I, I. I think he said. Um. First of all. Is that the fault of Orlando Jones, or is that is that Neil it, Gaiman, it, or is that in the writing? Well, you well as we know, uh, or maybe as a lot of us don't know, Neil Gaiman's people have been at war with the media group that is, uh, you know, doing American Gods, right? And I think probably this has been a lot of the reason is um, the. Uh, is the the representation going on and you know the Neil Gaiman we all know has been very cagey about if if y'all are gonna if y'all are gonna do these characters culturally the way I intended them we're not doing this so they've definitely been a tug-of-war with them with the network Um, and I have to say Orlando Jones was probably carrying a huge part of this show. Right. He was definitely the attraction from the first episode when he did when when he did the maybe it was the second episode when American Gods wasn't really trending until the get shit done speech on the slave boat. That was the first time yeah. American Gods went viral, and people were quoting this nigga. And honestly, the way the trajectory goes for black actors, this was really Orlando Jones' turn. True. This was like true. somebody who's been in the business for a long time. Yeah. Finally gets one of these premium premium content content shows. And this is his moment. Just like with Game of Thrones, that was kind of the culmination of Peter Dinklage's uh, climb to the top. So I think that was a lot of what uh, was happening for Orlando Jones and the showrunner was blowing it. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. The third set of showrunners was blowing it. (laughs) The third set of showrunners in two seasons. In two fucking seasons. Let me just tell you. Um, This might be the uh the first nail in the coffin coffin. I noticed first of all, I knew the shit was going downhill when they fired Ben. When they fired Ben that first set of writers, well I think Ben was in the second set of writers. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Shout out to Ben from uh For All Nerds. And um yeah. So when that happened, I knew the shit was going down. Because that there are some people in, that were in that writer's room that needed to be in that writer's room for such a diverse story. Um, let me tell you something. It, it's already shaky on any show when you change showrunners once. Right? right. But like with Supernatural, they've done it a couple of times, but that shit been on 10 seasons. So you got people that know what they're doing coming in Very true. and carrying the torch. Very true. This is a new thing. This is still a new thing. This was a new thing that stars meant to be a Game of Thrones successor, which is just not going to happen now because you got to go through Westworld. And if if it lasts, or if they decide to do another season, Watchmen, um, these trendsetters. So we know it's not going to be that. So now you have, because season two was good, but it didn't look anything like season one, right? So, now you got another set of showrunners coming in that has ideas about how this shit should look. Now you're going to have three seasons that don't really look like each other. And if this one takes, this could be the end of the, end of the thing.
1: That's true. I American mean,
0: it, Gods it, might it, be a sinking ship, and it, that might have been the first nail on the call. It may board. be the end already,
1: because everybody, everybody that knows me knows my three-season theory. Most shows aren't good beyond that third season if they make it to a third season and when you already have upheaval like this then you're, that's a huge problem it's already the gates are already gonna gonna be open for it because now they have to write around it
0: exactly which is and there's gonna be a noticeable absence it, Hey, oh oh you know they just included your boy uh Wale mm? Wale is Wale is gonna be on the cast why <laughs> I yeah. think he's actually a character in the book. Yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a wrap.
1: <laughs> it's a wrap. This is the the one thing that I that I'm reminded of when I saw Orlando Jones's um, Instagram post or whatever post it was. Is that first of all, I'm grateful that he had the opportunity to play that character on that scale because Agreed. that's that's uh, it's. It's a it's a character that was very needed on the screen. It That's was something that, that people needed to see. I agree, but I'm also reminded that a certain part of us, and and not I'm not just even talking on a race level, but just on a creative level. We need to own. We need to take ownership of the things that we put out. We need to control our intellectual properties and our and our processes and our means of production, so that we are not susceptible, as susceptible. To instances like this, where people remove us from things that we that we really believe in, I know it's easier said than done. I completely understand that, but it's something that we always have to keep in mind. Like, let absolutely let's take some of these stories. Like, there's nothing to stop him from adapting a Mr. A, Nancy story, a Nazi boy, a Nazi boy story on his own. It doesn't, you know, it's not exclusive to American Gods. He could take that and really run with it now. And, and I'm sure Neil would be a hundred percent with it. Yeah. I mean, he can. I mean, it would be. Oh man, see, I'm selling it right now. He can actually do a spinoff. Yeah.
0: Who? I was just saying this to somebody at work. He could. He could be working on this treatment. Right now. Right now, as we speak.
1: That's what I would be doing. This
0: would, and and let let American God, let season three of American Gods take even a little bit. Mm. Mm. They'll be the beginning of the end, and they're already mm. changing out people mr world's gonna mr World is miss world now, and they're doing a lot of uh, weird shit
1: let's see.
0: I knew it, it had to be something up with Jillian Anderson wasn't coming back. It, it took them too long to get to the point in the first season. Yeah, man, so, it's, it's a mean, lot of crazy shit going on. It is what it is, and it, 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 Orlando Jones was really the face of representation on that show. Yeah, because as much as I love the the lady who plays Bill Quiz, uh, who is beautiful and definitely needs to be getting more work, she wasn't as well known yet. Right. Um. And, of course, you have Ricky Whittle, but... He's British. <laughs> Not only that, Ricky Whittle, Ricky Whittle is mad wooden. I don't know yeah. where it is with stars getting these mad wooden, light-skinned black leads. Him and Omari. He's the British Omari Hardwick. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> Shit. Damn. I even like him, but he's the British Omari Hardwick in this case. Um... And so, really, Orlando Jones, dark skinned big eyed, wonderful actor, who put who 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 is a hundred percent a character actor. He was the face of representation there. That was the representation that we've been talking about. Yep. Um. So for him to go is an enormous blow uh, to this property. And I, I'm pretty sure this is the beginning of the end. This is this is the Titanic seeing the iceberg and being unable to steer away. Um. So, rest in peace, American gods. I'm saying it now. Uh, I know you'll be happy it's the beginning of the end now that Wale has... I, it needs to fail now. We need to see as little of Wale as possible. Well, you know, that's the new thing. Everybody has to have their rappers now. Mr. Robot really did that. You know, if T.I. can get work
1: and T.I. doesn't pronounce half the syllables in the words that he uses, then
0: fuck it. Why not? That nigga knows every word but patriarchy. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) We are going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Opinions While Black. You are experiencing Opinions While Black um, sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. I'm about to crack open this zero sugar shit. Uh, pour <laughs> up, and we are back. We are black. We are opinionated, and we're not, we're actually not drunk tonight. We're going kind of light. Yeah, I got I gotta. I got a long meeting tomorrow. <laughs> Today was a workout day for me. Um, Trying to go another six days in a row uh, this week, so wanted to start off strong. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm keeping it light. This is this is bullshit. Coke Coke Zero sugar or whatever that I accidentally picked up from the store. Sorry to hear it. Uh, but yeah, just another thing to keep me on the path. Thank you all for asking about my fitness journey. By the way, uh, that's the kind of shit that keeps niggas accountable.
1: I see. you I see your Booth boot camp.
0: Trying to go five and six days camp. a
1: week, man. I say Killamonger like
0: I don't know how to Man, <laughs> yeah, look at me, Killamonger! I'm Damn just, it. I'm just saying. You know, my, my my baby coming to town. I can't, I can't, I can't be slipping this time. What's the date again? Uh, Wheezy. Yes. Yeah. uh... uh February twenty second, okay. February All right. something like that. In February. Oh yeah, playing time, playing time. Uh, getting a new work bench, getting a new workout bench in my right in my room. Oh shit. Uh, opening up the possibilities. You know what I'm saying? Getting out, getting out just the hand weights. Um, but yeah. So thank y'all for asking me about that. Uh, I'm still on top of it. Uh, y'all gonna see some improvement by the time this. This job is over. It's gonna be. It's gonna be summertime. Be showing my ass. Mm. Uh, figuratively. Figuratively, yes. not like some people. Uh, we'll get to that. It is time for white people must be stopped. Um, we have a submission of sorts. Um, from Twitter from Darth Kanji Sin. Mm. Um, oh, what up Kanji? Um old homie we gotta get her on the show man she'd be lit we gotta get her on at least on after dark um coming in 2020 let's see uh she asked can y'all please discuss this okay so rachel true uh immortal wood sprite from the from the craft (laughs) (laughs) from the craft and one-on-one is it one-on-one? Half and half? Half and half. Half and half. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, uh, Rachel True, who we know is to be basically immortal and possibly real life. Uh, Still the- looks good. At 50. Still fine. Uh, who they did not call for the craft remake or reboot or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, from what I have to understand from these series of tweets, Rachel True was on a plane and uh the person next to her they apparently there was a free seat yeah and they asked and she asked the person next to her to if if she could move into that empty aisle seat right so Rachel's by the window uh
1: the other woman is in the middle seat directly next to her right the aisle seat is empty and she asked her to
0: move to the aisle seat to give them some space and apparently according to Rachel True The woman agreed and apparently was taking her sweet time uh, to move seats and Rachel True asked her again if she was going to move and the lady apparently, according to Rachel True, lost her shit and called the stewardess and made a scene. This became a long series of tweets and it was so funny, I, I, I do think this part is funny apparently the lady was watching TV on her phone and Rachel True was texting the lead actor in the TV show the lady was watching, whining about the lady watching TV right up under her. Funny. Hilarious. Hilarious. Flex. Uh, funny flex. I can't yeah. even say it's a weird flex. That's a great flex. Um, And so, Rachel True did a video and was basically like, look, don't call the cops or don't call authorities or don't call the stewards, whatever, on black people on some minor shit that could get taken out of hand. Now here's the thing This is a situation that is not as cut and dry and could have been worked out with a conversation. Right. And I think it, the biggest I think the biggest thing is that there's some there's some some people that definitely have feelings about whether or not Rachel True was right or wrong. I, that is a separate discussion.
1: Yeah, it's a separate discussion. Like I just my little half a cent is, you know, if the woman decided that she did not want to move, it's perfectly within her
0: rights to You're do. You're kind of so. at her mercy, right? But that's not really what's. That's not debated. the issue here. Yeah, the issue here is she's right. Don't call the. Don't you don't have to call the authorities on a situation that really could have been worked out with a conversation just say i don't want to move everybody could have really like and even even if it had been bad blood right there um they could have took a time out and discussed that and even if she didn't still didn't move could have come to like well you know we maybe i ain't have to talk to you like that or something but yeah i agree um white people with this reflex with this reflex action about calling the authorities is whack. And I'm maybe and maybe the lady ain't even a bad person. Maybe she's not, but you have to be cognizant of what's going on of the social climate and just know that that's going to be a bad look. But just be an adult and say no. Or just be an adult and say fucking no and leave it there and stand on your shit. Don't let other people fight your battles for you. It's, and it's I'm not pretty even, sure Rachel True ain't gonna fight
1: you. It ain't that serious. Just say no. I, I want to. I really want to sit here. I've been on flights where, you know, I'm a big dude too, and I've been on flights where I sit in the aisle seat. Somebody sits in the middle seat. That window seat is open for the entire flight, and I'll, I'll give them that look like you ain't gonna move. And if they don't feel inclined to move, then guess I what? That's their prerogative. They, they're going to catch elbows the
0: entire flight. The whole time. <laughs> the whole time. Because I'm, go- I'm going to fit the way that I fit. I'm going to pee all the time. Your ass going to be getting up. Yeah. For three hours,
1: nigga. I'm just saying. Y'all, you know, they're, they have that prerogative, but I also have the prerogative mm-hmm. to be like, all right,
0: you, that's you. And, I, you know, so I think the real moral of the story here is there are a lot of things that can be worked out with a conversation If you really apply yourself And apply your humanity To a situation um, And you know Just be be a human being And this is not to shit on Rachel True This is not, like I said Karen might not even be a bad person in this situation But this could have been worked out with A, a, a brief conversation um, You really ain't gotta call them people Every time you feel uncomfortable Every time Every time you feel uncomfortable, because I definitely don't get to call them people. Mm-hmm. Every time I feel uncomfortable, if I call the people, I'm going to jail. Facts, <clears throat> you know. And we've already seen they can just they can just pick your ass up and well, they ain't carrying me out. They, ain't just, <laughs> it's, it's going to be a, a whole different effort to carry me out of a fucking plane. Yes. Um. <laughs> but yeah, um. Some you don't. Racism is not necessarily active aggression. Or systemic racism is not necessarily active aggression towards uh, black people or any people of color. It is sometimes is just the pervasive not knowing any better. It is the pervasive just lack of awareness of your privilege versus someone else's lack of privilege. And that can get them in trouble. Right. So... Uh, yeah, so in that regard of the situation, I definitely stand with Rachel True. Um, keep being fine, sweetheart. Um, fuck that craft remake. (laughs) Hey, Um, this is why it's important
1: for us to own our own
0: content. (laughs) Own your own content. (laughs) Um, send your racist stories, your racist, uh, real life encounters, Uh, along with your uh, questions, uh, along with your listener letters, your questions uh, requests for advice from us, every now and then we do advice here Uh, I don't know why y'all look to us for advice Uh, send it to opinionswhileblack at gmail.com and you will very possibly, very likely be featured on an episode and send us liquor, absolutely send us liquor We'll name we'll, we will name the drink after you um, mm. we'll name the drink or name the show or we'll name something after you we'll, we'll, we will definitely make sure you are highlighted and represented on l- our premium content um we'll be back to finish it off with the top three STFUs you you, you are experiencing opinions while Black Houston's most savage podcast pour, pour up. up. Okay. And we're back. Mm. We're black. We black. We're opinionated. Yep. And we're drinking responsibly for a change. For a change. Wow. What is this like? Don't get used to that shit. No. At all. Um remember this is our therapy. <laughs> 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 we got we got we got jobs and responsibilities and shit, you know. You see, I got I got emergency liquor right here on the desk just hey. in case. <laughs> um and with that said, it is time for the top three STFUs. One, two, three,
1: four, five, six, seven, eight,
0: nine. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? Number three, Camron. Killer Cam. Killer. Get him, girl. You man. <laughs> <laughs> like, will we say he's like the second most talented of the dipset? I don't know who, What? Maybe. I know. I, I, Maybe it's number two.
2: He, he, well, who? Yeah, you I kissed Santana.
0: Well, you got to. Sa- I would say Santana, but you got to kiss Santana on the right day. I, I would say it's Cam. Okay. But all right, we'll go with that. Uh, they're
1: all funny though.
0: <laughs> Dipset in London, still a classic. Sorry. I agree. agreed. Agreed. Um, so, Killer Cam. Killer Cam might be one of the forerunners of street niggas who can get other street niggas to buy into silly shit. That's about right. Cam is running around telling people that he doesn't believe that dinosaurs have ever existed. Oh. Okay. and That's it. There's no punchline. Oh. He just doesn't believe dinosaurs has ever have ever existed because it's too far back for us to be able to know for sure or not. Even though, I'm pretty sure they just recreated t-rex dna out of a chicken and they have like bones and shit to kind of prove it He, he 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 thinks it's a hoax oh um to what end cam you know what no i'm not even gonna say that this is why nobody who voluntarily leaves juju is credible. Mm. Nobody who voluntarily leaves Juju of their own volition should be credible in anything. I agree. Um, we don't even have to unpack that at all. I all know. I all I know is that he's giving these free thinkers way too much space to say stupid shit. Like, don't don't give them don't give them courage. Just we like I say that doesn't even deserve unpacking. Just shut the fuck up, Cam. Just shut the fuck up, please. Um, number two. One Curtis 50 Cent Jackson. He's still talking? So, Curtis Jackson has declared war on Oprah. Okay, that... Have you heard about this at all? I have not. Okay, okay. I have not. So, now, one, this comes out on, on the heels of two things. One, we got the announcement that there's going to be a Surviving R. Kelly 2. Damn, they haven't survived yet? In January. There's going to be a Surviving R. Kelly Part 2. Um, there's I, more? Let me just say on a side note, I am 100% for this. I hope Dream Hampton gets the bag off of R. Kelly's bones when he is just a rotting skeleton in prison. Wow. I hope there's a... I, I I hope they do it like Fast and Furious. I hope there's a surviving R. Kelly cinematic universe. Nigga, let's get surviving uh, R. Kelly one through ten. Oh shit,
1: that's actually a great idea.
0: When all of, all and when all the all you know, when all the survivors team up to defeat Thanos, all that shit. Um, so it's coming out on the heels of that, and yes, we do have to talk about the Mayoral thing real quick. Mm-hmm. Once after this, and two, uh, Oprah announced that uh, they've announced that Oprah's doing a documentary about Russell Simmons. Mm. Surviving Death Jam.
1: Is it is it on that? Okay, if it's on that, okay, yeah, all right. Because I also I hope it's
0: not a flattering portrait. No, not Simmons. at all. all That's right. the thing. All right. So 50 Cent has a problem with Oprah based on the fact that she feels like Oprah specifically targets throwing black men accused of rape under the bus Um, between Russell between Michael Jackson and somebody else she went after I don't know Um, here's the thing Um, and she feels and she feels like Oprah is specifically targeting black men and is complicit with the Harvey Weinstein shit because you know Harvey Weinstein he basically basically got settlement Yeah, he's settled and he's walking, basically. So, uh, he is basically—he, Curtis Jackson is basically taking the "what about what about the white people" argument, which is tired. Which is tired. Here's the thing: Oprah has been in bed with a lot of people, figuratively. Oprah has been in bed with a lot of people um Oprah has look at the end of the day Russell Simmons has a laundry list of people of women of black women yes of underage young ladies who say Russell Simmons been trying to get the draws for years. And honestly, if we're keeping it a buck, hip-hop heads, this has been like the worst-kept secret of all time, right next to uh, motherfucking uh, Africa Bambaataa touching little boys. Yeah. Yeah. It hurt Randall's. Randall's like, yeah. yeah. Hey, I just, you know... That wasn't quite your. That wasn't quite your generation. No, so, not you're not quite really, so
1: you're not really. The I part. mean, it just sucks for me because krs
0: one was like one of my favorite MCs, and he was mad up. complicit. Yeah, yeah. Um. And so, if we're keeping it a buck, Oprah is just reporting on some shit that anybody who keeps up with hip hop already fucking knows. Right. That's not new. Russell Simmons been a creep. Russell Simmons been a creep and a shyster and a weird nigga, so it's not like it's not like she's blowing the lid off of some shit. Two, okay, so maybe Oprah didn't play the play her hand the strongest with the Neverland with the Neverland shit, mm-hmm. but just because we don't know for a fact that Oprah that that Michael Jackson fucked Wade Robson we still we still all know it is the worst kept secret of all time that Michael Jackson loved boy ass here's Michael jack Michael Jackson may not have done it to them but he did it we're all pretty sure about that My, I've never met anybody that thought Michael Jackson was innocent ever well, I, I met a couple
1: people but those people are also wrong <laughs> I, you know, I'm not really sure what Curtis is defending here. Because my thing is,
0: Curtis is defending niggas, niggas if, with the mindset that he has. If you, if you, and, and
1: mind you, these aren't people who are just accused of rape. These are people who have, who we have su- substantial evidence, evidence to acknowledge that outside I, I mean even before they've been tried before a court of law that this shit has been going down there is a great deal of impropriety i'm all in favor of them being thrown in front of the bus so it's okay what he's saying is it's okay to rape people if you're black like let's
0: just not talk about that shit let's only go after the white folks whether you think there's a slant or a bias or what have you these motherfuckers still have to be held accountable so, I feel like Curtis Jackson. Until until he takes steps to hold these black men accountable, I feel like until like okay, you want the white people held accountable? Okay, how about this? We get Oprah. We get Oprah to go go after Weinstein, and your ass go after uh, after Russell and Michael Jackson. Hmm. How about that? But we know hmm. we're not going to get that out of you nope. because at some point along the way. 50 Cent is really kind of is really kind of in the same in the same limelight with these motherfuckers wasn't he just wasn't he just disseminating uh, uh, pornography without permission like twice well even without that this is why 50 Cent is full of shit
1: 50 Cent is known for antagonizing people agreed all black people all of them. I don't, I don't see 50 Cent, like, clowning white people. Everyone that he has beef with is is black. Also true. So, I would say that he's done more to damage other people's livelihoods than Oprah has over some niggas that actually did the shit. I mean, he has been harassing Tierra Marie. Tierra Marie, Ja Rule, deserves, deservedly so. I mean, just, he has a laundry list of Negroes that he's harassed that he is directly impacted with his childish
0: actions. So how is he coming at Oprah about anything? He's defending his ilk. So, yeah, until we see some movement on your end to fix your shit or to fix the niggas around you, shut the fuck up. Please. For the love of God, shut the fuck up for real. Just in general. I mean, really. We could do a... a, either either shut the fuck up or open your mouth and enunciate when you talk never seen an episode of power still you ain't missing shit uh, oh by the way spoiler alert y'all I shot ghost me Oz I did it mm. deal with it uh, and the number one people who should shut the fuck up yeah the Lizzo haters the Lizzo haters gotta chill they're out there so, okay, so it's one thing to not like her music. We're not talking about that. If you just don't like her music and you just don't like the vibes or whatever, I'm not I'm I'm not going to argue with you about that. Lizzo's not for everybody, just like Cardi B ain't for everybody. True. Um everybody is uh, uh, allowed to like what they like or hate what they hate. But we also have to keep it a buck here. Um just because you don't like her just because your disdain has nothing to do with her being uh, with her being big Mm. that doesn't mean fat shaming isn't out there here's the problem is that people are so ready to jump on the are so happy to have a reason outside of her being big to not like her and to ride that reason for all it's worth and to be the first to be on the train so they don't get accused of fat shaming that they're completely ignoring the existence of fat shaming. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. It's just because you just because you're not doing it doesn't mean nobody's doing it. True. They compared this, bro. Br- they compared this woman to a WWE sumo wrestler, nigga, and and you and they trying to convince me that that's not fat shaming. Rikishi, Rikishi. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I and mean, they trying to tell me that's not fat shaming nigga get the fuck out of here are you kidding me uh, play devil's advocate though they put her ass on Homer Simpson and on Homer Simpson's face and made it look like his mouth mm. well that's 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 crazy that's, kinda
1: that's nuts but I mean I mean when she had her ass out though it, it kind of it was kind of funny I laughed. Uh, I laughed I laughed I laughed Hey man, I cringe. I I don't lie to you. I I'm, cringe a little bit. I am. Uh, I am. I am complicit.
0: I, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I, I love love. Oh, good
1: they actually put her head on his body.
0: Yes. Uh... Yeah, bro. That's when it becomes a little problematic. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: Y'all are out there. And the fucked up thing is, they took. They they took. The problem is, they took what happened. And at first, they were using the Rikishi thing for good because they were like, "Well, if you didn't have a problem with this watching wrestling, you keep the same energy." And because oh. Twitter ain't shit, they oh. took it the other way and ran with it. Oh, people definitely had a problem with it. Well, his whole his whole stick was fat shaming anyway, but that's that's a whole other, right. WWE, a- WWE was way more problematic back then. Than, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, here's my thing about the whole. And for those of you that don't know what we're talking about. Lizzo was at a Lakers game. She had a thong on. She had a she had a, 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 a specially cut shirt with her ass out of it. And um, they caught her on the jumbotron because um, they were playing her song, and she started twerking to it. And now there's this uproar about how inappropriate it is, and how it shouldn't have been. She shouldn't have been wearing that at a basketball game around children. A bunch of stupid shit. First of all, y'all got to shut the fuck up. Uh, and we're gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, there's a couple of things I need to unpack here. One, when the fuck did a basketball game become so sacred and the focal point of all things moral to where y'all are, oh my god, what about the children? Children watch wrestling. Where everybody is way less dressed than this. And cheerleaders typically wear less than what she was wearing. Cheerleaders got coochie cutter shorts on. Groupies got no panties on and have no problem showing Steph Curry their titties at, at courtside at a moment's notice. I support this. I also support this. I mean no wonder Steph Curry's wife is insecure but uh yeah I support this. um there's beer bongs the cheerleaders dancing amigos, bruh they see more children see children see more ass than that at the beach true children see more ass than that on the internet just at any given point that is also true and for those of you who are and for those of you who think it's a false equivalency to compare this to Rihanna or uh, Nikki or Megan at any of these award shows guess what Rihanna been half-naked at a basketball game, too. Y'all didn't go, oh, God, oh, God, to children. Nicki Minaj been uh, half... she been half and whole necking at a basketball game, too. Pretty Y'all were she screaming. goes. Do I? Pretty much everywhere she goes. Everywhere. Y'all ain't saying, oh, God, oh, God, to children. Megan Thee Stallion, as much as I love her, and I'm not shitting on a Houston native, Megan Thee Stallion just... Started wearing pants (laughs) She been dressed like a wrestler since she came out Yeah, buddy She been looking like WWE tough enough from day one Y'all ain't had shit to say about that She was teaching a little white boy how to twerk That is also true Y'all weren't screaming, oh God, oh God, the children then So don't act like you give a fuck about the children now Y'all don't even vote for people that want to give them current textbooks that is also true. Y'all don't even y'all don't even vote for teachers to get paid more. That are teaching your children. Y'all want teachers to have guns in school. Don't start crying to me about the children now. Also, and let me let me go ahead and unpack this part too. Lizzo ain't got no fucking kids. It is not when people are out in public. It is not Everyone's job to coddle your children. Lizzo's personal agency trumps, as, as far as she's concerned, Lizzo's personal agency trumps your fucking kids every time. Sorry. I ain't got no kids. Quit, quit this shit. Quit this value shit. Where you have, well, because because you have trouble parenting your kids and explaining shit to them that you have to that you have to deputize everybody in a hundred mile radius to be a fucking parent to your child. Mm. Every every other day of the week, y'all y'all posting on Facebook talking about fuck them kids. Now you want some. Now you want somebody to parent your kids for you. Mm. Shut the fuck up. Fuck off get the fuck all the way the fuck out of here yep also sorry guys there's an element of fat shaming to it and that's why people and that's why people are so mad because y'all gaslighting them into thinking that it's not you may again i repeat you may not be fat shaming that doesn't mean that there's not fat shaming going on out there this is, this is the same thing as just because you, just because and it's a, and it's a matter of intent versus impact. Because just, be, just because you may not have meant a thing in a racist way doesn't mean that because it's the internet that doesn't mean that a racist person won't co-opt what you said and run with it. If you're saying some shit that's problematic and the problematic people are co-opting in and agreeing with you yeah. Maybe you need to reevaluate what you're saying and why you're saying it, and the context in which you're saying it. That's the problem. It's not. It, it's the. It, it, the problem isn't whether or not you're fat shaming. If you're not fat shaming, that's fine. I don't think everybody that doesn't like Lizzo is fat shaming. And this weird, I do think this push towards hating Lizzo is strange. This, 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 this desperate need for people to get their shit off. When all you really have to do is change the fucking channel, or scroll, or just not look at it. I don't like power. I, if I
1: don't want to see power, I'll never have to see it. Look, I mean, and to make a more direct example, I don't care for Lizzo's music. I just don't listen to it. And that way, I don't have to comment on anything.
0: Exactly! <laughs> like... Y'all hate some shit, but y'all keep. But all of y'all clicked on the video. Yeah, I'm like, I can, I can, I can accept
1: not caring for someone's music, and just leaving them be. And
0: exactly. It, and, it,
1: and guess what? It doesn't bother me
0: at all. It doesn't bother her. Everyone lives their lives. I've lived a long life not listening to a, a Rick Ross album front to back. I I can keep living that life, (laughs) right? I I can keep living that life. Rick Ross is
1: my Lizzo. (laughs) Ah, that happened. Okay. (laughs) Um, Pour new water.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Um, and I, I just, I don't, I, I don't quite understand. Like, I get people not liking a thing, but this movement towards every time someone comes up and this is what the hilarious thing is to me is that the shit happened everybody went in for uh, went in about the first like all of Sunday Monday and Tuesday Mm -hmm. and then she got announced as Time Entertainer of the Year and then when the hate got stronger the Rockets dancers asked her to do a routine with them Hey. It is, I'm telling you, it's the Obi-Wan effect. It's the Obi-Wan Kenobi effect. That's the name of this podcast. (laughs) It's the Obi-Wan effect. If you strike me down, I will return more powerful than you could imagine. Every time y'all shit on Lizzo, she gets the bag more and more. Very true. Every time, bro time entertainer of the year after being fat shamed at a Lakers game the Obi-Wan effect the Obi-Wan effect strike me down strike me down Darth I shall become more powerful than you could ever imagine and that is every time and people don't even realize it and they're just feeding it they're just feeding it People want people like this that mean well, that ain't doing shit to nobody, that are getting shit on, and still just pushing forward, doing their thing. They like this, advertisers like this. You are gonna see her swimming in some more fucking uh, absolute vodka next week. They gonna have her, sw- they gonna have her recreating that shit, swimming in M and Ms. I'm telling y'all, y'all got to shut the fuck up. If y'all really hate, if y'all really hate Lizzo as much as you say you do, now I'm not advocating to hate Lizzo, but if you hate her as much as you say you do, keep her name out of your mouth. We're in the era of social media where there is there really is no bad press, unless you're Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke can't catch a break. Mm. Uh, and we're in the era where the more someone's in your mouth, whether you love them or hate them, the more powerful you make them. Yeah. That's why Kanye has has apparently digivolved to his final form as the silver surfer somewhere. I don't know what the fuck that's about, and I don't really care. No comment. I, I don't even know what that shit is from. I don't even um and, and even before I before I but y'all, shut the fuck up. That's all I'm saying. For the sake of just people who are just tired of hearing the shit, shut the fuck up. And before I say my magic, my magic words, my magic question, we should we since this is a Houston podcast, we should go ahead and and say that as of Sunday night, really like last night, really as of Saturday night, mm-hmm. um, Sylvester Turner won the mayoral race. Tony Busby's out. All right, cast him out, ding dong, which is dead. He didn't do himself any favors. He sent out like a anti gay newsletter at the in the eleventh hour. Yeah, Tommy Busby was a lunatic, bro. It, it, it takes a lot for me to to root for Sylvester Turner. But lesser of two evils, we had to team up with Lex Luthor with Lex Luther to defeat Darkseid. Yeah. Uh, And now we got to get Lex Luthor the fuck out of the paint. Release the Snyder Cut. Release the Snyder Cut. (laughs) Um, Did Scarface win? He did not win. That's what I was really looking up. Yeah, he did not win. Brad Jordan. Uh, Oh, he got his ass whooped. Yeah, he got. got 62% to 37%. He got his ass whooped. Yeah. Let's see. Anybody else we give a fuck about? Uh, That's I mean. Anybody anybody worth
1: reporting on? District D is my district. Uh, District. E. B. was Willie D's t- Well shit Was it even there? No Willie That's not Willie D No he was well, Willie D couldn't Well he He originally tried to run Yeah or, Yeah but he didn't He, he has a to, He
0: has a He has a prior He tried to Huh? He has a felony Oh That's why <laughs> Willie D has a felony Oh He tried He it, um they, they got him out of there Before uh, September Cause he has a he, It turned out he had a felony It was too soon Or it was too close to yeah. yeah, he couldn't do it. Yeah, there's a couple people that I cannot comment on. Right. <laughs> for uh,
1: reasons of my my gainful employment.
0: All I can, yeah, I agree. All I can uh, say is uh, 20, 2020 is going to be very interesting.
1: Right. It'll be interesting.
0: Um, D. Randall, did we do a podcast? We certainly did do a podcast. We did the hell out of a podcast. It was a good pod. I tell you, man, these Sunday night pods, we be podding um guys thank you so much for your support um as far as updates uh we are still trying to solve the spotify mystery the ball's in spotify spotify's court yep. we have to hear back from them what you can be doing you can tweet spotify Yep. somebody did that this week that was actually pretty awesome yeah tweet spotify and ask them what's up with uh the missing episodes of opinions while black Absolutely. Uh, turn the volume up on that. But somehow
1: we're still getting numbers for them, but I just don't see them. We're getting numbers
0: for the episodes for the for the Spotify episodes. Yeah, I just can't see them. Holy shit! It's weird. That is weird. Yeah. So guys, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Until then, turn the volume up on that. Tweet Spotify. Ask them what the fuck is the deal. Um, when they because when they know we have listeners, uh, they'll react. That and we emailed them They're supposed to respond In like 72 hours or something Um, Until then Thank you guys so much Uh, Thank you for your Your support This is only gonna get better In 2020 Yes Uh, The future looks mighty bright Um, Until then This has been episode 68 Yep Of Opinions While Black I have been Oz I am probably D. Randall (laughs) (laughs) And as always Forever in parting titties preferably Lizzo's titties honestly on my back okay I'm just saying the, 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 Lizzo's supposed to do oh that's that was the other thing they, they want Lizzo to do a, like an all nude performance who is they I don't know I don't care as oh. long as they're making it happen okay yeah bye y'all